0: Welcome to the Billy Bally. Welcome back to the Ballad of Billy (laughs) Bally. The story of a lad who got in touch with his emotions. Oh, for fuck's sake, (laughs) Carrie Ann. We can't do this the whole time. Guys, I love Geordie people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, let's get to it. Welcome back to Kicking and Streaming, where if you want to piss of beer with your little mates, it's fine with me. I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And this week we are covering the 2000 dance drama film, Billy Elliot. Guys, uh, this film is probably top 25, if not top 10. Like, like, for you? Yeah, I love this movie so much. And I i can't believe you've never seen it before. No, you, but, you would think being a theater kid, this would have been on my radar, but it really wasn't. Like, I love this movie so much. Like, it makes me cringe, but, you know, <laughs> I, I still love it. No, for the amount of drama and, like, raw feeling in this movie, it's, and, it's pretty enjoyable. And if anything's spectacular enough for Elton John to get involved down the line... Sign me up. Sign me up. If it's Elton, it's me. <laughs> Before we get started, don't forget, go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. K I C K N S T R E A M. You can write the show at kicking and streaming podcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. And don't forget, folks, be practicing the three R's rate, review, retweet. Rate, review, retweet. We want everyone to be able to join our little watch party. All right, you got your ballet shoes. <laughs> Welcome to the Billy Bolly. Follow <laughs> the, balla- the Billy Ballet, everyone. <laughs> Right then, lads. Now give it all you got. Round one. Well, don't just stand there, Elliot. Inside every one of us is a special talent waiting to come out. The trick is finding it. We love to do Why don't you join in? And one, and two, and three, and four. Bally. What's wrong with Bally? I used to go to Bally. See? Lads do football or boxing or wrestling. Not. thinking of the Royal Ballet School. Aren't you a bit old, miss? Not me, you! The Royal Ballet? Have you any idea what we're going through? To my son, Billy, I almost seem like a distant memory to you. And I will have missed seeing you grow, missed you crying, laughing. No. Always be yourself. I love you forever. Mom. This fall. He may be a genius for all we know. Let's give the boy a chance. (laughs) The producers of Four Weddings and a Funeral, Elizabeth and Notting Hill, invite you to experience the triumph of a dream that changed everyone it touched. to start this by saying folks we're gonna do our best with the dialogue in this movie we have a primarily american audience geordie accents can be hard to understand sometimes yeah so when we play the audio just stick with us (laughs) we can basically we we can translate if need be just let us know at kick and stream if you didn't understand a line (laughs) we'll let you know oh my god (laughs) and guys sorry on a lot of streaming platforms, when you watch this movie, the subtitles are not done correctly. Oh no, they're done. They're done for TV. Exactly. Every time we get a swear, we get some kind of creative insert instead. Or like, there is one scene I like. Uh, guys, I'm lame, and I watch my shit on voodoo. Like, <laughs> but like, because you know, some stuff you you have to buy. You know what I mean? At least you're not giving Daddy Bezos money. Exactly. <laughs> And so, you know, there was a whole scene in the movie that was just entirely mis-subtitled. Like, (laughs) It was was, funny. It was not that, like, it could have been the things they said, but they just don't know because the accent is so thick. Here's here's what I told Carrie Ann one time. In Great Britain... You know, think of you know what no think of the United States the farther south you get in the United States the more colorful the accent exactly and you know honestly it's kind of you know like you get to the middle and it like levels out and you get up north and it starts getting fun again yeah yeah like yeah we're saying we're from <laughs> middle America in Great Britain you know everyone down south sounds posh or you know okay a little bland and All then the farther right. north you get the f- more fun it gets watchcha bye I. No, yeah, I'm glad that I'm already a subtitle watcher because I just—it's not—it's not my accent, guys. My my ear is not trained for it. So Stephen Daldry, I am a Stephen Daldry groupie. Uh huh. Um, I love him. I love the work that he does. Um, not only is he famous for he also, he was nominated for best director. Oh, at the Oscars for this. Um, He also did um, The Hours. You know how I love The Hours. The Hours is a good film. He also produced a lot of The Crown on (laughs) Netflix. And I'm sorry, I'm horrible, but I'll eat that shit up. I know, you need to <laughs> fight that. You need to fight that in a serious way. Why do you think way? we're doing a British film right now? Uh, this is going to be our last British film for a while. He also directed The Audience. You've heard me talk about The Audience. Yes. Guys, there's this little... I call it the Royal Mafia on the uh, entertainment scene. It's Stephen Daldry and... You know what? I'll call them the Daldry Mafia. They <laughs> write all the royal family content. The Crown the stage play, the audience, the film The Queen from 2006, which I'm sorry, Carrie, I might put you through someday. No! With Helen Mirren. Ugh. Yeah, anyway. I hate it. Like, but like, you know, they're a horse for all of that shit, and I'm also a horse for all of that shit. Ugh, but, you disgusting slut. I know. I, it's, I, <laughs> I'm getting more and more radical about it. Yeah. They, they, I, I know they don't need to exist, and we should let them be human beings. Moving on. Um, I don't know. This film's cute guys this was a very successful film yeah uh f- only done on a five million dollar budget mm-hmm. uh, you know how i like me some you know good quality for low budget oh yeah like we made something great and it didn't really cost what it could have exactly uh, <laughs> no 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 an 104 million dollar profit beautiful i love it made almost 110 million dollars Guys, you know I love me a film soundtrack. (laughs) Guys, this film has given me an affinity for the band T-Rex. I've been listening to them nonstop for days now because of this movie. (laughs) Like, they've got some bangers. Like, I love them. I love them so much. Guys, you might have guessed it, but we have names. Returning to kicking and streaming, we have Dame Julie Walters. Uh. Guys, she was with us when we did driving lessons last year. Another esoteric British movie you insisted on putting me through. It was birthday month. I know. It was birthday month. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Guys, you of course know Julie Walters as the wonderful Mrs. Weasley from the Harry Potter saga. Absolutely. Molly Pruitt Weasley, everyone's (laughs) mom. Yes. Oh my goodness. Be a Mrs. Weasley. Mamma Mia. Sister, my sister. Stepping out. Personal services. She was in Mary Poppins Returns for like five seconds or something, right? <laughs> yeah. We have in his first kicking and streaming appearance, and probably only one of two, because I don't know anything else we do with him in it except for King Kong. Jamie Bell is in King Kong? Yeah, he's one of the guys on, he's the kid on the ship. Oh That's always God. dancing around with Naomi Watts. In the, guys, in the, I will admit it, kind of bad 05 remake of King Kong by Peter Jackson. Kind of bad. Like, I just, like, I love it. You know I love it. No, we love a garbage movie from time to time. I mean, it's a garbage. It's just a little hokey. Anyway. We're not here to defend King Kong. (laughs) You're right. They auditioned a lot of boys for this role. Oh, I bet. A lot of boys. And I think Jamie Bell was like maybe one of the last ones. (laughs) Isn't it always one of the last ones? Exactly. Isn't how that stupid story always goes? It was like they were almost ready to wrap up for the day and she came in at the last moment. He or she came in at the last moment. Like, it's always like that. And you know this kid got hella acclaim for all of this. Well, he better. He'd been dancing since he was six years old. I mean, that's pretty cool. I know. And I mean, like, he's married to Kate Mara now, which I think is lovely. Ah! You know. Oh, uh, well, what's her name? She's Hayden in American Horror Story: Murder House. Yep. She's also in. Oh, uh, I love her in House of Cards Barf. as Zoe Barnes. <laughs> anyway, but we're not here to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> How many times are we going to say that today? I don't know. <laughs> Um, We have Mr. Gary Lewis. Um, He plays Billy's dad. Jackie. Jackie, yes. Um, You will know him from things like, you probably won't know him, actually. No, that's the thing. You're going to do a lot of talking today because everybody else in this movie, I've never seen them before. Guys, he did Gangs of New York. He was an Aragon about the dragon, you know, the really thick books. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be always seeing an Aragon copy in the library or at a bookstore, but never being bought. Oh, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> you would see an Aragon book and your little sixth grade heart would just start beating very rapidly. And then you had people who only bought the Aragon books to make them look cool and then put them in their room and never touch them. <laughs> yep. Good for you, Gary. We have Mr. Jamie Draven. He plays Arc Tony. Oh, oh, Tony. He plays his brother, Tony. Jamie Draven, not in a lot. He's only 40? Really? Like today. Oh, but like I was standing on the back deck trying to decide if he was attractive or not. Mm. and i know we don't i know we don't like to play that game but he's like cute He is cute he's cute he's just a fuck so <laughs> it's like hard to like him maybe that's what it is maybe i'm having a difficult time finding him attractive because he can be so ugly yeah the only other person i would mention is jean haywood she plays grandma yes she she's a notable british actress she was in a lot of things in the 20th century <laughs> <laughs> she could have been a dancer i'd be a professional dancer <laughs> I I actually don't know if she was a dancer in her youth. She probably was. She she only passed away two years ago. Aw, bless she, her soul. Jean Haywood. And she's old as hell in this. And this you know, this movie is turning twenty-one this year. This movie is old enough to drink. Oh <laughs> I know, it's weird. <clears throat> So, trigger warning for uh, working class exploitation and generational trauma. Oh yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? We've got some domestic abuse going on here. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Like, part there's a lot of it that's not fun, guys. Yeah, but like, it's 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 a journey. It's it, it's a journey of this family to break free of that. Oh, what's it called? Toxic masculinity. So, folks little bit about setting here. No matter how hard you boogie, you can't get rid of Margaret Thatcher. Oh, my God. Remember the Iron Lady episode, everybody? And Ross was like, kind of saying... No, I, I was being a little bit of a Maggie Thatcher apologist back then. <laughs> Guys, I know she's bad. I know she's bad. She's very bad. It was mostly about Meryl. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. I have to remember that. No. I said this to Carrie Ann earlier. I was like, I'll say this about Margaret Thatcher. She's a good ideological conservative. And the look that Carrie Ann gave me was just like, "Mm, (laughs) what? Because I don't even think you mean that. I didn't really. So you might remember, in the Iron Lady episode, one of the conflicts that old Maggie had to deal with was the coal strike of 1984. Margaret Thatcher's battle with the miners was a defining moment not only in British industrial relations, but also in British history. The government began closing state-owned coal pits that weren't making any profits, and Mrs. Thatcher appointed Norman Tebbit as employment secretary. He immediately went about creating legislation to limit the legal protection the unions had. What we have seen in the past few weeks is not picketing at all. It is an attempt by force to prevent others from doing what they have a right to do. We are in County Durham in the north of England in the middle of the 1984 minor strike. Margaret Thatcher thought that a lot of industries were inefficient because remember what Maggie Thatcher did was she privatized everything in Great Britain in the 1980s and you know no one got any type of social care anymore people had to really depend on unions in those days to represent their interests and a huge theme that is so often forgotten about in this movie is the exploitation of the working class and the, the solidarity that it is important in the social working class like and guys being a coal miner i can't imagine a worse kind of hell like every single one of you right now who wants the minimum wage raised you need to think about these people And what they were trying to accomplish. Like, these men just have to go down in the dark every day and spend their whole working life down there. Margaret Thatcher was basically just saying, we don't have to take care of you anymore. Exactly. That is not how my Britain is going to be. That's why they had to rely on unions so hard. Exactly. And so, yeah, we follow this story of this kid named Billy. He's like, what? He's 11. He's 11. Wow. Uh, Just a win? He's only 11. He's only 11. Let him have a childhood. And his family's not having a good time. You know, his dad and his older brother are minors. And they're out on strike because they will not be exploited anymore. And, um, yeah, I I literally can't believe Margaret Thatcher started a semi-police stay over coal. Oh, my God. You know it has been living in my head rent-free all day? What? So Merry Christmas. great show. It is. It deserved to win. I know. It deserved to win Tony for best musical. That's the number with the giant Margaret Thatcher statue. The nopey, the giant nopey puppet of Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) The Margaret Thatchew. Get out. I've been waiting five days to make that joke. You're fired. (laughs) Right to jail. (laughs) You make a bad pun, right Right to to jail. jail. (laughs) Right to jail, right away. I love this opening montage dance myself right at the womb I dance myself right at the womb Is it strange to dance so soon? Guys, Cosmic Dancer. Like, T-Rex just gives me really big slaps of, like, Bowie and, like, fly-by-nights like i love him so much oh you're right you're so right and i love that we get this shot of this is billy Yes. and he is try. he's being very careful to put the record on the record player yeah and the t-rex record and because he doesn't want his brother to hear <laughs> because he's messing with his records and he's not supposed to be and then just this fun little sequence of him jumping up and down on his bed in front of that horrid wallpaper. Oh, I love the wallpaper. The wallpaper shows up in the stage show. <laughs> That's how iconic it is. Carrie-Anne really likes the uh, multitude of textures we have in this 1984 British Council flat. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> I know it's hideous, but I love it. Also, Jamie Bell's just perfect. He's such a cute kid. He's so adorable. How can you watch this and not smile? If you watch this and don't crack a smile, you're a monster. Exactly. (laughs) just saying it right now. You're a monster. Exactly. He's so happy. I wrote Jamie Bell being little Mr. Perfect. I know. (laughs) Billy is trying to make breakfast for his grandmother who lives with them. Grandma has dementia. Bless her soul. Bless her soul. I love her. And he sees grandma's bed. I love him. Oh, no. <laughs> Billy, you had one job. You had one job today and you failed. You were spending too much time jumping up and down on the bed and now your grandma's gone. She's so far away from the house. I know. He to run up the road to get to where she is. Well, this might be a good time to talk about why Billy is suddenly in charge of taking care of his grandmother. Okay, so Billy's mom is sadly no longer with us. She has passed, I don't know how recently. It's been a year, I think. Oh, really? The year on her headstone says '83. Oh. Yeah, so fresh. Yeah. Extremely fresh. That's a detail I've never noticed before, Carrie-Anne, so good on you. She must have had a long illness because there's, like, suggestions later that she knew her death was imminent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she must have had some kind of long-term illness. And this was grandma's daughter. This is, his grandma is his mom's mom. No wonder Jackie treats her so terribly. Yeah, and his dad, um... Jackie's Jackie's a, a prick. Jackie's a right wanker. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's got a lot of feelings that he'd never experienced expresses because he hates himself for it. And uh, I, I i always wonder the whole film where all of Jackie's, you know... Where does he store all of that anger? Yeah, because he's not expressing himself and it's all coming out as anger. And I get it. You know, your spouse is dead. You know, you're on strike In one of the worst economic situations you've ever faced. Dirt poor. You have to take care of her mother. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's a very stressful situation to be in. But herein lies the whole theme of the movie. His toxic ass. Yeah. Yeah. No, that he's, he's going to go on his own little journey here, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, me too. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Consequentially, Tony is also a worse kind of prick. Oh, God. Tony is all piss and vinegar when it comes to this strike. I mean, he's young. He's mad. I know. He's I He's angry. Hey, how mad were we this summer? Exactly. Like, I, uh, listen, I know we're going to have a lot to say about Tony, but I kind of empathize with Tony big time. Like, I was ready to civilly disobey and get in good trouble. Jackie and Tony are getting geared up to go to the picket line. Mm -hmm. And um, Jackie is kind of losing steam in this fight. Mm -hmm. I think he just knows it's hopeless. He's literally lived here his whole life. But Tony's still young. yeah, And he's angry. And Tony doesn't always think that Jackie's putting enough of his weight behind the strike. Billy is really into playing his dead mother's piano. I'm sorry I said it that way. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry I said it did that you way. You see the way my mouth almost fell open? <laughs> I was like, where did the hell did that come from? I, it's like, you know, it's a point it's a poignant reminder. It's like still having her around for him, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You get the sense that that mom is where he got his love of music and dance from. Because we we'll find this out later, but she was also super into Fred Astaire. hmm So, like, I mean, Billy never says this throughout the course of the a movie, but I really feel like dancing is a way to feel close to his mother. Jackie is already pissed, and t- Billy won't quit playing with the piano. <laughs> Leave it, Billy. Mom would allow. He slams it shut. Oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, can we please just, like, care for our children more? I understand. He, it's his, it's his, it is his job to be strong no, for I that mean, child. I understand where you're coming from. I really, I really feel uncomfortable. Like, first of all, these are not real people. I have to remind myself of that. We have to remind ourselves of that. But, like, I don't like to judge the way anybody grieves, but at the same time, he's not grieving. He's not dealing with it. You're right. That's what it is. You're absolutely right. He's not dealing with it. And not only that, it's affecting his children. Yeah, badly. So I just, uh, I go back and <laughs> forth with Jackie. This is where I wrote, 1984 minor strike. We've been here before. Basically what the government ended up having to do was cart the men who were actually deciding to work instead of strike in a armored bus past the picket lines let's go, let's go, let's go. Basically, what the strikers would do was they throw shit at the bus windows, clamor on the windows with clubs. Because that's the first rule of the union. You do not cross a picket line. And that's what they're doing. And they're, they're pointing at him and they're calling them scabs. I love that. Because they're keeping it from bleeding. Scabs! They're keeping the whole system from bleeding. Oh my god, I love it! Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty great. We have Billy waiting to go in for boxing. Yeah, that's what that's what Jackie sends him to do every Saturday morning. Because girls do bali and boys do wrestling and boxing. <laughs> I can't wait to come back to that conversation. And so here we have Billy's boyfriend, Michael Caffrey. Do not call him his boyfriend. I know, but it's his best friend. <laughs> no, honestly, they're like my one true pairing. Like <laughs> They're awesome. I like Michael. Michael's cool. It's a right load of old bollocks. No, it's not. It's a load of shade kicking people in. Anyway, I don't know why you bother. I'm good at it. Are you shy? Look at them clothes, man. The one out of the ark. Let me dad sees. He thinks it's dumb that Billy boxes because he knows he's not good at it. <laughs> and he doesn't think he enjoys it at all. And you know what? Michael is absolutely right. I looked through the whole sequence. Basically, because the miners have taken over the basement of the boxing hall for the strike. Mrs. Wilkinson has to move her girl's ballet troupe into the... Bottom end of the boxing hall, so we're all sharing a space now. What I wouldn't give for two thousands Dame Julie Walters wearing leg warmers to teach me ballet. Autumn's in. Where are you looking, Susan? Lift, feel the music, feel it. This is this is Julie Walters. This is Mrs. Wilkinson, and uh, we'll get into her in a minute. Also, Billy is really bad. And he gets knocked down, and I'm just going to call this guy Boxing Dad. <laughs> Elliot, you're lit. Get your changed. And got near. Yeah, he's the <laughs> boxing coach. And when he, like, falls down flat on his on the back of his head, he goes, You're a disgrace. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you alien. You're a disgrace to them globes, your father, and the traditions of this box and all. 50 pence. To this box and all, to your family, and everyone will come out. At- How can you tell a child they're a disgrace for being bad at something? No, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I cannot believe he's actually saying these things. <laughs> I know. Who gives a goddamn? And then at Mr. Braithwaite, Oi, Liberace, would you give <laughs> it a rest. Boxing guy makes Billy stay after. Yeah. To work on the punching bag because he's crap at boxing. <laughs> And um, he hands him the keys to the boxing hall and says, you're going to give these to Mrs. Wilkinson when they're done. So she can lock up. Yeah. And like, he's watching them practice and he's waiting for a moment to interrupt and give her these keys. But just Miss Wilkinson does not have time for it. Does not have time for anyone's shit. (laughs) I wrote that in my notes. Wow, it'd be nice to have a private thought. The smoking and teaching dance, Mrs. Wilkinson. There are moments in this movie where she will go to adjust a child's position. Like move their leg and she will ask another child to hold the cigarette for her. It is 1984. She is chain smoking in a closed room full of children. It just makes me nuts. We didn't mention Debbie. Debbie is Mrs. Wilkinson's daughter who is also in the ballet company. Debbie's Debbie's a card. Debbie's fucking weird. <laughs> and her parents need to pay better attention. <laughs> they really do. And uh, about what she knows. <laughs> Cut to Billy participating. Oh yeah. She throws a pair of ballet slippers at his feet and says, "Go on, I dare ya. Go on, I dare ya." <laughs> And I'm like, Mrs. Wilkinson? I love the energy. Miss, what about the keys? This whole time, he's just trying to give her the keys back, and he ended up joining the ballet troupe. He's leaving that lesson, and she pulls up alongside him in her car. And she was like, you like ballet, don't you, Billy? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yes! You owe me 50 pence. No, I don't. You do? Why don't you bring it along next week? can't. I'm going to boxing. Will you crap it, No, I'm not. Shut up. But guess what? He goes back. <laughs> oh no, he spends the next couple of scenes in her class basically trying to catch up to where all the girls are. He has no idea what to do. Oh, bless his soul. But she's like, listen, you need to jump in and swim. Or you're going to sink. Every Mrs. Wilkinson fit is incredible. Oh, I love them all. Like, all of her outfits. I'm like, I want to be her friend so bad. Oh, I know. I want to be another Geordie woman who is friends with her and just goes out drinking with her. Yeah, but no, see, we go out drinking and then, like, the next morning we wake up bright and early to go for a stroll. Exactly. In matching jogging suits. Exactly. Find a place on that bloody wall and focus on that spot. Then whip your head round and come back to that spot. Prepare. Here's the thing. I had to catch myself because I was like, you know what? If she were a man, I'd hate her. Yep. I would hate the way she's talking to these kids. And so I had, I had to check myself. I was like, this is not necessarily a great way to teach. Shh. Like her, her pedagogical theories are a little warped. Oh, here's another bangin' T-Rex song. Tell me all about it. Every time I sing this song, I'm like, (laughs) gang-a-bong, not (laughs) bang-a-gong. Aren't you you always ripping me for not singing lyrics correctly? (laughs) Gang-a-bong, get it on, gang-a-bong. Guys, this is a real story. I used to think the lyrics to that Sia song were, When I hit the dumpster, hit the dumpster. I lost my mind when you sang that in front of me out loud with full confidence. When I hit the dumpster, hit the dumpster, hit the dumpster? It's hit the dance floor, you mental patient. Till I hit the dumpster. Why would she be hitting a t- that's the, it's the image of Sia slamming herself into the side of a dumpster that makes me love it so much <laughs> I don't need no money slams into dumpster <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I derailed the conversation. Billy steals a book from a literal bookmobile, and I have not been on a bookmobile <laughs> since I was in elementary school. I know, it got me feeling very nostalgic. I know. He he stole it so he can practice his uh, positions at home. I mean, hey, he's studying. He is studying. He's Problem is, he's got a study in his teeny tiny little bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So every time he goes to do a turn, he knocks something over. Oh, what's going on? Uh, nothing. Bless his soul. I mean, he's, he's getting the hang of it more and more as time goes on. Oh, my God. The scene where he finally gets the pirouette right <laughs> and the big doofy smile that comes over his face. And then all the girls are, like, crossed-armed in the back of the <laughs> hall. Can we have a go at it, miss? <laughs> Prepare. Go. Go. He runs home, like dance runs home. He's so happy. It's big Charlie Bucket energy. Durham's little Gene Kelly. I love it. Even though Gene Kelly sucks, but um remember boxing dad guy? Oh yeah, he comes up to Billy's dad at like one of the ra- one of the rallies. Yeah, at the picket line and he lets slip that Billy hasn't been to boxing in weeks. Uh-oh. And he, and he he's like, "Listen, if it's about the money, you don't have to give it to me." And Jackie's like, "He hasn't been where?" <laughs> And <laughs> Billy Bolly, you get your ass back here. So Jackie decides he's going to go to when boxing should be and find out what the hell is up. Oh boy, I hate this. And uh, he definitely walks in on one of Mrs. Wilkinson's rehearsals in which Billy is participating. And a one, two, three, pas ball ring. You, out, No! I beg your pardon? He goes ballistic, and Mrs. Wilkinson is obviously very concerned. There we have the Bali scene. Oh my god, again, he's a prick, but I absolutely love the dialogue in this scene because just the the disgust with which he says Bali. It's perfectly normal. It is perfectly normal, Billy. For girls, not, not, not for lads, Billy. Lads do football, or boxing, or wrestling, Bringin Bali. Let your kid do what they want. It's just not worth it to have this fight. No, not this, at all. This is a dumb thing to argue about. If your son wants to do Bali... Let him do ballet. But he doesn't want to be embarrassed. If you want your if your daughter wants to play football, let her play football. Yeah, and... <laughs> I don't know who I just became. Belly does ballet. <laughs> Belly <Balan> does ballet. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. We're insufferable. And I'm sorry. I just love this accent. No, yeah, don't ever, ever think we're laughing at you. We really, we genuinely love to hear it's it. It's like watching Letterkenny or Dairy Girls, you know? Y- y'all like, just talk so different. It's wonderful. And it's very lyrical and <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. This is when he goes to visit Mrs. Wilkinson. The Elliots live in a council estate. It's government housing. And he is coming into the burbs. Oh, yeah. This is this looks way more like the street where we grew up. Um, Mrs. Wilkinson and Mr. Wilkinson vote conservative. They <laughs> they do not vote labor. And like, he's just sitting at the table and he's like looking around and he's so uncomfy. And we have Tom Wilkinson, Mrs. Wilkinson's husband. Who can absolutely kiss my white behind. He's just sitting there going on and on about how the strikers don't have a chance and that he'd stop them tomorrow if he could. With a stiff drink in his hand. Yeah, and he's like, if it costs more money to pay everybody to dig the coal out, than you get for the coal when you sell it. What does that tell you? Dunno. Well, you want to think about that, don't you, sir? Tom. It was up to me. I'd shut the lot of them down tomorrow. For oh, God's sake. What do you do, Mr. Wilkinson? He's been made redundant. For our American listeners, to be made redundant is to be let go. Yeah, Tom just basically shits all over Billy's family's plight. And then Debbie says that he himself has been made redundant (laughs) at work. (laughs) He's been made redundant. (laughs) And the look of glee on Billy's face is like, ha, you stupid prick. Like, Debbie's weird, but at least she's here for him. This is the blob conversation. Oh my god, okay. So Mrs. Wilkinson is driving Billy back home and... She thinks Billy has a lot of potential and that, um, they should keep at it privately so that he can go for an audition in Newcastle for the Royal Ballet School. Yes! Uh, looking out for him! You know what? I could teach you on your own if you want. We couldn't afford it. I'm not doing it for the money, Billy. But what about Dad? He doesn't need to know. And what about me boxing in that? Oh, for fuck's sake, Billy. If you want to piss about with your little mates, that's fine with me. Well, all right, all right. Don't lose your blob. (laughs) (laughs) Blob? Blob. Oh my god. Blob. If you've never heard that phrase, it means don't get so upset that you violently throw up. <laughs> which I just love that. We should work that into the Americana. Billy goes over to Michael's house, just to chill, I guess. And Michael... Michael. <laughs> Michael is precious. Guys, <laughs> we have to talk about something. We find Michael cross-dressing. He's wearing his sister's dress. He's just hanging out. You're coming in a oh. walk. What are you doing? Nothing. Just dressing up. Whose dress is that? Come on. I love how he's so nonchalant about it. Because it's not weird for him. It's not weird for him. As a matter of fact, I bet it feels entirely comfortable for him. Like, this is more of the subversion of gender roles, right? Yeah. Boys aren't supposed to wear dresses. Or do Bali. Exactly. And Michael is so absolutely unfazed by Billy's confusion. And it's just amazing. I love him for it. Michael is dropping all of the hints, Billy. Well, that he loves- All loved, of the hints. That he's in love with him. Yes. Uh, Billy tells Michael about the audition. And 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 Michael's like, I think you shouldn't bother. I'd miss you. Oh. All the hints. And when Billy goes, do you think being a Bali dancer- Would be better than being a minor. Yes. Yes, absolutely, Billy. Being a ballet dancer would be better than being a minor. Doesn't that go towards the generational thing you were talking about? Because, like, I bet that's what he's expected to do. It's probably what Tony was expected to do. He's expected to box until he's older and then go work in the mines with his brother and his dad. Like, it's it's his life, y'all. Yeah. Mrs. Wilkinson and Billy have their first sesh, their first little dance sesh. She's had him bring a few special items from home to, uh give them some ideas for a good dance and oh um, no guys <laughs> i'm already crying oh my god i di- i did i sobbed i sobbed it when we watched it the first time i sobbed this afternoon and i sobbed when i watched the musical so like he brings with him like a jersey and a, a, a ball, like one of the sports balls. I don't know which one it is. I think it's a volleyball. I, I have no idea. And he also brings this envelope and it's got a letter in it that his mother wrote for him for when he turned 18. Oh, God. But he he's like, couldn't wait. I opened it. Oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, I would have opened it too. Not going to lie. He has her read it out loud. And I will have missed seeing you grow. Missed you crying. Laughing and shouting. I will have missed telling you off. But please know that I was always there. When he starts saying it out loud himself because he's memorized it, it kills me. Yeah. It really kills me. This kid is perfect. Like, he's so good. Like, every time that I watched it, I got further and further without crying, but the part. Where he always Lose me Is And I am proud To have known you And I am proud That you were mine Always be yourself I love you forever I know I know sweetie <sighs> I'm gonna fucking cry <laughs> the wrong parent died oh stop it (laughs) no that's that's what that vibe is exactly like he needs her i know he needs her no one else in his family understands him exactly i love the way mrs wilkinson goes she must have been a very special woman your mother and billy just goes she was just me mom i love that too (laughs) yeah she's like she was just me mom this is my mom this is where i wrote most of this film is just tender pain. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. I know. You, it's, you feel like you're being like tenderized. Like you're <laughs> a slab of beef. So Billy also brought a tape with one of his favorite songs on it. Stole it from his brother. <laughs> we loved Boogie. <laughs> Of this song, <laughs> yet another T-Rex banger, and I, I, they are having so much fun kicking. And they're kicking the ball around and doing their little dance. And the other shots of, like, Tony and Jackie just doing shit at home and Grandma doing ballet warm-ups on the mantelpiece. Oh, my God. Tony is trying to clean his bedroom floor with one of those cordless vacuums that wouldn't pick up a piece of string unless you hit it at the right angle. And it's 1984, so you have to listen to the stereo (laughs) with headphones with a cord. Oh, my God. Speaking of Tony, uh, Tony is reaching the end of his rope. With the picket line and all of the mess, he is um, up at four in the morning, getting his hammer out of a toolbox, getting ready to go smash some Bobby's heads in. Yeah, no, they're going to do crime. And like, listen, I'm all for good trouble. I don't think it's right to club anybody with a hammer. Jackie's definitely waiting for him (laughs) in the kitchen. This comes to a head real fast. Um, Because the truth of it is, if Tony gets thrown in jail, he's useless to them. And what Tony says to Jackie is that, like, your life's going nowhere and, like, he's just being really shitty to him. I I don't understand. I mean, I guess Tony would also be a little disappointed in him. I would be if af- I were Tony. After, you know, the way he hasn't been putting his full weight into the strike. Because Jackie is so defeated. And if he thinks, he, if he lets himself feel any of it. He might just collapse. Yeah. And he, he really won't, he really just doesn't want to feel more shame. Guys, feel your feelings. And it's literally killing him and his family emotionally. It's not healthy. It's like holding in a poop. You're not supposed to do that. Men, it's okay to poop. (laughs) (laughs) Poop those feelings out and get rid of that toxicity. Put it down. You gonna stop me? I'm warning you. You haven't got it in you, man. You're finished. Since man died, you're nothing but a useless twat. What the fuck are you gonna do about (laughs) it! Now we have fathers hitting their sons. Yeah, Jackie gets abusive and Billy witnesses all of it because you're yelling at four in the morning in the dark. And it's just all trauma, baby. I hate it. Tony storms out. And the way Jackie is about to cry. I know. Because I know that Tony just hurt his ego real bad. Oh, man. And he just looks at Billy and goes, what the fuck are you looking at? I was kind of on his side till he hit his kid. I was triggered. And then I understand. I know you do. I understand So I was on his sides until that point. Mrs. Wilkinson is frustrated with Billy because he's distracted because his family is sad as fuck. Oh no, this next scene that we get is more or less a repeat of the night before. Like, it's it's like Mrs. Wilkinson is mom 2.0 oh my god see here's the thing like he he's obviously not been practicing she's getting frustrated with him he runs away from her and she chases him into a bathroom where he is basically in the stall yelling at her he's mad as fuck and like he's not yelling at her He's yes. yelling. He's yelling at dad. Mm-hmm. He's just taking it out on her because he's powerless in his own home. He tells her that this is not even about him. That this is all for her gratification mm-hmm. and for her satisfaction. Billy's been hit. Oh, boy. What's with all the hitting? Well, I I mean, like you pointed out to me, she might have just hit him to be like, hey, Come, stop. Come back to reality. Stop. Because, like, you're not yelling at me. You're yelling at Dad. It was a I'm not the one slap. Yeah. She immediately regrets that. And i mean, like, can we stop abusing people, please? Like, just don't hit. It's so simple. Don't That's, hit. The way he just collapses into her. I know. Like, it's just rough, man. Anyway, now we're on our way to somewhere. I actually don't know where they're going in yeah, this w- scene. W- we're on a Yeah, it's not even a ferry. Oh, you're right. It's like suspended from the bridge. Yeah, it's like a suspense car. It's not not called a suspense car. (laughs) Guys, if you can't tell, they don't have these in our part of the country. It's a contraption that you can drive your car on and then it'll hover you over the river. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know. But regardless, this is where we get the explanation of Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. Yeah. Because they're listening to Oh, my God. What? I wrote, she tells him about Black Swan. (laughs) (laughs) The Natalie Portman (laughs) movie. You're right. The ballet they are listening to ah! in the car is Swan Lake, not Black Swan. You are obsessed with that movie. I I love it. You, heard, love you it. heard Swan Lake and you immediately went to Black Swan. You don't even think about I just, the ballet. I just love that I wrote Black Swan. I know. And so he's like, he doesn't really get it. The plot of the ballet as she's telling him. It's very simple. Y'all seen Swan Princess? It's sort of similar. Oh my God. A, Your affinity for Swan Princess. I love that stupid movie movie okay so a princess is kidnapped by a sorcerer he turns her into a swan she can only be human for a couple hours a night she falls in love with a prince wants to become human again and guess what guys it ends the same way all those original story tales end that motherfucker marries someone else and then she dies i hate it think about all the fairy tales that have been repackaged for young audiences so then what happens Promises to marry and then goes off with someone else, of course. So she has to be a swan for good. She dies. If the prince didn't love her. Come on, it's time to go. The way Mrs. Wilkinson is talking about the ballet, you know she wants to live it. I know. And the way that Mrs. Wilkinson is so utterly dissatisfied with her life, I know. And ballet is the only way that she can really feel alive and fulfilled. I feel for her. Guys, strikes getting real bad. Oh yeah, real bad. I love that song. I I wrote. Meanwhile, the union clash with the police is not going well. Get it? Because London Calling is by the Clash. Oh, stop. (laughs) Oh, stop. I was proud of myself for that one. People are getting injured bad by the police. Oh, my God. No, guys, it was really awful. All throughout the north of England, cops just descended on these villages and would trample people. Like, literally trample them. And this is literally all over resources. I just... It's crazy. This is a country fighting itself for its own resources. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and, like, defend coal as a power source, because it's really bad for the earth. It is. But, like, back then, it was pretty much all we knew. There's this whole sequence with Tony running around away from the cops... All throughout this council estate. Oh, when he's running through the houses Ferris Bueller style? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. And they finally clobber him and Tony gets arrested. Well, we all saw that coming, didn't we? And so that derails Billy's plan to go to the audition with Mrs. Wilkinson. He misses the audition. And so um, Mrs. Wilkinson goes to investigate at Billy's house. Oh, this part. They go inside the house to have it out. And she's like, listen, y'all this may be hard for you to hear but your son is your son is your son is a ballet dancer <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having any brother of mine running around like a right squat for your gratification excuse me this is not for my gratification i'm not good gonna do him you're not taking him away he's only a there what about giving him a childhood i don't want a child i don't want to be a ballet dancer like i honestly think that she handled this as well as she possibly could oh taking that away from her i just hate how it's such like catastrophic news yeah because tony literally can't believe her he gets so ugly in this scene i love how jackie talks like literally none yeah he's not he's He's letting letting tony handle this because he doesn't want to get involved and like here's the thing y'all like tony's position is Let's not send him away to school. He's just a kid. Wilkinson's like, he's got a lot of talent. He could be a really big deal. And Billy's in the middle screaming, I just want to dance. Yeah, yeah. And then Tony, oh, I hate him. He picks Billy up under the arms and puts him on the table. Dancy little twat. This is ridiculous. If you're a fucking ballet dancer, then let's be having you. Don't you dare. What sort of a teacher are you, eh? He's got the chance to dance. Now you're fucking telling him not to. Dance, you little twat. Angry dance. Oh my god, guys, we get a couple of, we get three angry dances in this movie. I love the angry dances. Because you know where we are in a town called Malice. Oh yes, <laughs> by the Jam. I love this whole thing. I think they let him choreograph parts of this himself. Oh, yeah! Yeah, and I think I just, the whole time, I'm just like, yeah, bud, express that pain. Absolutely. Oh, God, I just love it. It's like, we're really pissed off. What are we gonna do? We're gonna dance! This makes me think about how gender roles play a huge role in generational trauma. And the dysfunction and emotional shame that comes with that. Oh yeah, because if you're a man, you have to hold in all your feelings. Exactly. You're not allowed to cry Don't or you cry. Yeah. Or I'll give you something to cry about. Exactly. It is literally telling a little boy, if you cry, I will hurt you. That is so messed up and that is what boys are conditioned with their entire life and then we're taught to hate you women exactly because you're not really people and we're just a bother exactly and and then like you go on to take out that repressed anger on your own kids hello so it's christmas now oh i hate this and we're burning the piano for heat oh no this was the moment that it clicked for me i went wow it's a coal strike yeah, so they don't have anything to burn. Nobody has any coal to burn in their fireplace. And they have to chop up his mother's piano. I don't think they had to chop that up. They could have chopped up a chair or something. I think that was Jackie trying to put something to bed. The piano was making him sad. Yeah. Oh, Cause Jackie. Billy keeps messing with it. Oh. And Jackie's always like, don't. So now he's just chopping it up. This uh, poor family. I know. Christmas morning is so painful. Wow. I know. When they're, okay. Because you know what the British do? They like, they you open, get, they you open get up, up on Christmas and you open up all your presents. You have a huge fucking meal and you have these little, they're called Christmas crackers. And you, I was going to say poppers. They're little tubes you pull apart and there's little things in them. They're little treats, little little toys. There's, there's paper crowns in them. Yeah, and you wear your paper crowns and they have all got their paper crowns. Grandma, Tony, Jackie, and Billy, they've all got their paper crowns on jackie's I, crying into a whiskey knee at 9 a.m i love the shot because tony is not in the shot he's in the mirror uh-huh so it's like he's not there uh-huh I, I, yeah yeah it's great it's great filmmaking and the way yeah, he just starts crying jackie just breaks down i hate it and i'm like oh wow this is too much so um Billy and Michael are making a snowman. Oh, I love this scene. And um, it gets real gay, guys. I love it. It makes me cringe a little bit, honestly. But Why? I don't, because it's like, you know what it is? It's leftover toxic masculinity that's still in my system. Oh, I see. They're like, oh my God, it's so cold out here. And he takes his hands and he's like, to my, warm them up. And Billy's like, my hands are freezing. And Michael's like, give me your hands. <laughs> I love it. And then Billy is literally just like, You're not a puffer. What gave you that impression? Not me, cold. I quite like it. I kind of like it. I love it! And then, spoiler alert, yeah, he pecks him on the cheek, and then Billy's like, you know I'm not gay, right? (laughs) And Michael's like, okay, but don't tell anybody that I am. (laughs) And the way he just cracks that big grin and is like... yeah, he's like, come on. And then he takes him to the boxing hall and he gives him a tutu to wear because he knows he'll like it. Aww. And they're just going to dance around a little bit. Ding dong, the dads are drunk and they're here to bother. Boxing dad guy notices the light on in the boxing hall, goes in there and sees two boys in tutus dancing around. They are absolutely pissed. Like, as they would say in the UK, they are drunk. <laughs> and like, seriously, like I, when when the boxing dad comes to get Jackie He's got his head against the wall trying to maintain. Yeah. And he's like, come see this shit. And Jackie walks in on the boys. Michael's wearing a tutu, and they're dancing around. And like, I was getting nervous. I was getting real nervous. I thought this was gonna have an American beauty type ending. Which if you no, know, if you no, know, you know. No. But like I thought it was gonna get real violent real quick. And Billy, God love him. He just starts dancing. He just goes off. He goes off on him. This is how he expresses himself. So he goes off on him in the best way he knows how. Angry dance number two. And there's, it's a really great little sequence oh i love it i don't know what this music is from but it's stellar this is the part of the musical where he dances with the future version of himself oh yeah that's an exquisite number (laughs) jackie literally just runs away from him yeah and just tells him to go home and he runs all the way i don't know how he knows where the wilkinsons live (laughs) but he runs to mrs wilkinson's house and he's like listen, what's it going to take to get this kid into school? Right. And I went, wow, that was the quickest change of heart I've ever seen on film. Well, Bud, I think it's because he saw Billy dance. He saw Billy dance like no one was watching. And he kind of gets it now. I just think he, I think Jackie knows he'll never be anything he wants to be. Mm -hmm. And he can, he, he can't stand the thought of Billy ending up like him. Yeah. And so a lot of the time... It's self-guilt that will finally motivate somebody. I know that the reason a lot of parents are so hard on their children is because they're trying to make up for something in themselves. I get it. I get it. And- it sometimes does not have the best effect oh, no. on your child's emotional growth. It's not your child's responsibility to make you feel better no. about your shortcomings. So I, the thought of him doing this for Billy, I hope that's mostly what it is, but I think a part of it is for him, too. And guys, this part kills me. Yeah, no, guys, Jackie uh, joins the scabs. Yeah, he crosses the picket line. And he goes to work. This is just such a con—like, he's on the bus. He's trying to, like, scrunch down so that no one will see him. Yeah. But Tony sees him. Yeah, and it's really awful. Like, it's such a convoluted topic for me because on the one hand, I'm like, don't cross a picket line. Those people are trying to get something. That they deserve from leadership. Yeah, but then you're so desperate. You, everybody's got families. They're so desperate. Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to do things for their family. And it's just, it is truly a catch-22. So he's going back to work to pay for Billy's training. This whole sequence when they get, when he gets down to the mine, And Tony catches up to him. Oh yeah, Tony and some other guys like hop the fence around the mine. And he's just like, you can't do this. It's It's really well acted. It's a really well acted scene. I love this scene. Dad, you can't go back, not now. Look at this, pay us, man. What have we gone to for the first time? Can't do this, not now. Not after all this time. Not after everything we've been through. But we bought. it. Fuck. Oh. It may be a fucking genius for all we know. fuck's sake, that you can't do this, man. That! Dad. I just. This is just where you get to see what the government does to us. Like not to us specifically. Not, <laughs> no, but but you... this is what the government does to people. Like rather than. Ensuring that everyone has the bare minimum, we would rather watch you despair and starve, because if you don't have money, fuck you. Exactly. We've talked about this before. Yes, we have. Like, this community is being torn apart in so many different ways, and they don't even have enough energy to keep up their solidarity. solidarity. Solidarity! Solidarity! Solidarity forever! Like, Jackie is risking having everybody turn on him because he's doing this. And just the fact that he would go there, knowing how prideful a person he is, knowing that he would go there, I love it. <laughs> We're finished, son. <laughs> what choice have we got, ahead? Eh? Let's give the boy a fucking chance, please. <laughs> I think this is where Jackie really starts feeling his feelings. I know. And doesn't hate himself for it. The way they fall into each other. Yeah. Oh, it kills me. He basically goes back home and tells Billy, all right, we're doing this because you deserve it. And I'm like, thanks, Jackie. Jackie. Thank you. See, yeah. can this be easier now? No, but like exactly. Anyway. So Jackie goes back to work. He pawn. He pawns the mom's jewelry. Oh, they 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 pawn shit. They're collecting. They're crowdsourcing. Durham kind of like perks up at the idea of Billy going to the Royal B- Ballet School because like, he's their little Gene Kelly. Durham's little. Durham's little Gene Kelly. <laughs> I have it written. my notes (laughs) so jackie and billy go to london for the audition because they've scraped enough that they can go down to london (laughs) i said neither one of them have ever been to london and it shows (laughs) they they are they they do kind of look like tourists they're stunned when they get into the royal ballet it's a beautiful building assuming that is the building so guys from here to the end, we're kind of just going to go, go, go. Yeah, it picks up real fast in tempo at this point because he Billy goes in for his physical. They're going to give him a physical before he auditions. And um, <laughs> he kind of loses his nerve. And he sticks his head out of the door and he goes, Dad, Dad, I can't do this. I want to go back. And Jackie's literally like, are you fucking kidding me? No, you get in there and you do that. You get in there and you dance, you little shite. (laughs) After everything? No. (laughs) So Billy almost chokes at the audition because he's super nervous and really uncomfortable. And he almost blows it entirely because he goes back into the dressing room and this little queen who's also there auditioning is like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Hey, listen. You can always try again. And then he just wails on him. Look, fuck with him. You big bastard. Punches that kid square in the jaw. (laughs) And unfortunately, administration sees it. So he's gonna get in trouble for this now. And um, so yeah, Jackie and Billy are sitting in front of the. School board? I don't know what they are. I just have the judges. Yeah. The the judgery dues, actually, is what I typed. And uh, in dancing, Billy was like, I, but, like, in eloquence of, uh, in eloquence, Billy is uh, not top tier. He is not impressing them. Well, I mean, not only has he hit somebody already, Mm. (laughs) he's not even gotten in yet, he's already hit someone, but, like, they're asking him questions. He doesn't have very thoughtful responses, which, before anybody comes for him, that's the toxic masculinity. It's like he hasn't had too much time to really think about it. Like, I feel like he feels so much when he's dancing, but he doesn't know how to articulate it. Yeah, he doesn't know how to say it. And and not to mention, probably no one's ever asked him this before. Yeah, and he's never been allowed to say it without fear of repercussion. They're gonna get up and leave. This has not gone well. And right before they leave, one of the lady judges has a last second question. She goes, what does it feel like when you dance, Billy? And like, it takes him a minute, but he finally finds the words. Sort of disappear. I could feel a change in me whole body. And like this fire in me body. I'm just there, flying like a bird like electricity this is my favorite song from the musical it's everybody's favorite song from this musical electricity i just love that the song is literally just the scene thank you lee hall (laughs) (laughs) no exactly and just oh my god what what version of this did i watch i watched the elliot hannah version billy elliot live It was so lovely. I loved every second of it. And, like, I feel like it was every bit as good as Jamie Bell. My favorite is the first one they did at the Tony Awards in 2009 where Elton John just sings it. (laughs) But, anyway, will you play a little of it for me? Yeah. I'm so Okay, grandma's staring out the window. Post! <laughs> Yeah, we are watching like hawks for the post. <laughs> the mail is coming. We've been anticipating this for a while now. God, th- th- Jackie is holding this envelope like it is the Ark of the Covenant. Like... <laughs> and you know he wants to rip it open right then, but it's not his to open. Exactly. So they literally all just wait around the kitchen table for <laughs> Billy to get home. It's very tense. And then Billy doesn't open it immediately and then goes into <laughs> Grandma's room and shuts the door. And they're all just like, Really? Really? I love it. Jackie's so nervous. He's lighting a cigarette that has been hand rolled. It's been hand rolled poorly, probably because his hands were shaking. Indeed. And like, Billy opens the letter and it's not immediately apparent what's happened. Yeah. He, He doesn't have an identifiable reaction to it. And like, there's just so many seconds go by. They finally just get up and go in there. And Billy's just like holding his knees against his chest, crying. And we're like, oh no. And then he's just like, I got in. I got in. <sighs> oh my God! He did it! Yay! He did it. The way Jackie runs to tell the world fills my soul. Oh it! Oh my God! That shot of him running up the hill. He's so excited. He wants to tell all his buddies about what his kid just did, and. I, You're right. It makes my heart full. And he tells all the miners that he's like, he got in. He fucking did it. (laughs) And then the miners are like, hey. Oh, no. So the strike's over. And I love the immediately the immediately the relief in his eyes. Okay. You think it's, you think it's relief? Yeah, I think it's definitely relief for Jackie. It Uh, might not be for Tony, but it's definitely relief for Jackie. I thought it was disappointment. Well, of course it's disappointing. They're all disappointed. They lost. Yeah. They lost that fight. Billy won his and they lost theirs. Yeah, it's really bittersweet. Yeah. And I love when Jackie and Billy are visiting Mom's grave together. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're sitting there on the fence. Oh, I love this moment. And Billy goes... If I don't like it, can I still come back? You're kidding. We've let out your room. He just cracks a smile because he knows he's fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Billy knocks him backwards off the fence. I, though I love listening to them laugh together. Oh, it's so curing. It makes me cry I every know. single time. Oh, stop! You're gonna make me cry. I know. Like it's just they've been at they've been butting heads for so long, oh. and I, I love that they have a loving moment together. Like yeah, that. it's lovely. So basically, Billy goes to see Mrs. Wilkinson, and we haven't seen her in a minute. This whole sequence is very weird and unsatisfying, and I don't like it because he basically is just like, hey, I just came to tell you I'm leaving. And she's like, oh, I already know. Yeah, she's like, I know, kid. You're whatever. Debbie told me. Debbie, let me know. It's almost like she's not letting him see how sad she is. Because I feel like they're kind of buddies now. Yeah, but like, I don't understand why she had to make this weird. No, yeah, they just... Like, it... they're finally doing the thing that they set out to do. I'll miss you, miss. No, you won't. I will. Honest. This is when you go out and find life. Those other things. The best of luck, Billy. Right? she's like, no, you won't. This is where you go out and find life and all those other good things. I bet it's nice. Literally, that's her whole affect. Like, the way it comes off in the movie, it sounds very bitter. Like, in the musical, they kind of clarify those feelings a little bit. In the musical, she's less, oh, I'm bitter and more you need to get away from here there's nothing left for you here in this very small community don't be me (laughs) exactly that's what she's saying it's more of a don't be like me and less of a well you're not going to be like me (laughs) she's like yeah follow that dream bye bye i just feel like we get as an audience i feel like we get robbed of that connection right there at the last minute Mm -hmm. she was supposed to be in the last scene but i think she had to maybe do some filming for another film she was on yeah she i don't she was available probably because she was doing mrs weasley stuff (laughs) i love that and so they couldn't that that would have been that time yeah so they couldn't put her in the last scene so you're right i do feel that that's a very dissatisfying end to their plot line they finally are leaving they're packing him up and saying goodbye to grandma her giving him that big hug but she doesn't say anything she just gives him the biggest hug and then just shoves him away i know it's like she's like go get out of here i can't look at you anymore i'll cry yeah yeah. before they leave the council estate he has to kiss his boyfriend goodbye oh my god because michael's like real fucked up about it yeah and he's just like he, he loves him yeah he loves him and he and he's going away to school and leaving him behind in a community that does not like boys who wear dresses and billy gives him a kiss on the lips and then it's just like i love you bye and oh like, i love you do you think they kept in contact? Do you think they wrote letters? Maybe. Called once a week? Yeah, probably. I love it. And then the shot of them standing next to the bus and Jackie has his whole ass body in his arms. That held above his head and they're just wailing together. That shot just oh, it 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 fills my heart. It, it fills my heart. And Tony chasing the bus. Like, I love you, I'll miss you, I hate it, but I love it, you know what I mean? And so, um, we flash forward a little bit, a badly aged Jackie and Tony get off a train in London. They were out of money at that point. We're at, we're going to the Theater Royal. Oh, yeah! We're seeing a production of, I'm not gonna say Black Swan, (laughs) we're seeing a production of Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake, starring, you guessed it, Billy Elliot. And guys, I know what you're thinking, Swan Lake normally stars a female ballerina right well this is a very specific production this is matthew Bourne's production of swan lake really yeah where all of the traditionally female roles are filled by male dancers cool i know it is cool so i mean it's kind of erasing women but like i also say i also agree like the two things can be true yeah you know we are here about we we are here to subvert gender roles right indeed So, yeah, Billy has the lead role. He is the swan. They get sat down next to this queen in a lovely headdress. Guys! uh And Tony, like, accidentally, like, trots his elbow on this person. And he just goes, Tony, it's me. It's Michael. It's Michael! guys Michael is in drag head to toe <laughs> he is on the arm of a very handsome black man yes but things are going really well for Michael like I Michael Michael is living his best life in London Absolutely. I know I'm so happy for him like he uh. <laughs> just leans over to Jack and he's like this is Michael Caffrey this is Michael <laughs> and he's like oh what and then you know Billy's getting ready to come out on stage. Adult Billy, Adam Cooper. <laughs> he can have you, can he? I mean he's alright. Oh, I thought you would be thirsting for I, Adam he, Cooper. He's a, a fine-looking man. It's just <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks sick in this costume. He com- and then he just comes out and does that one big jump with the big chord. Oh my god, this is the ballet equivalent of the bass dropping. <laughs> Like he was born there. Oh, it's a fantastic ending. And then we lapse right from Tchaikovsky into more (laughs) 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 T-Rex. Stephen Daldry must be obsessed with T-Rex. Yeah. Or or Lee Hall or somebody. Whoever. Somebody's obsessed with T-Rex. It really is. It's like their favorite band. band. Guys, that's it. Oh my God. We did Billy Elliot. I know. I know that I normally, I know that I normally drag you for your interest in British cinema, but uh, that was great. Guys, this is a great project. From it's I love the I love the life that this project has had. From being a very successful film and very widely acclaimed project, and then being adapted into a very accredited musical. I just think that this film touches on a lot of things that society is most uncomfortable with. Gender roles, toxic masculinity, and the exploitation of the working class. For real. And it's a great it's a great little mesh of all of these issues. I'm glad that it, it And I love that these issues are still able to be dealt with separately and given proper amounts of time and attention to them. Yeah, we really didn't gloss over anything super important here. N- no. I love it. I, I, I really love the little journey that all these characters go on to just let go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> let it go, Elsa! Yeah. Let your feelings go! For real, for real. About how we need to work on reducing... The shame and self hatred we have for our own emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, Stephen Daldry, mwah, chef's kiss, babe. Absolutely. Chef's kiss. And Elton John, thank you very much for going into a theater, seeing this, and coming out thinking, wow, I need to adapt that. <laughs> because, guys, the musical's very, very good. I may or may not have a link that I could drop where you could watch Billy Elliot live. Give it a listen. Give it a watch. It's fun. I'm not responsible for what happens to your computer, but I found it. (laughs) Yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) guys. We did a couple of things I hadn't seen. We did a couple of things Carrie Ann hadn't seen. Now we gotta get back on track, but since I picked last I'm gonna let Carrie Ann pick our first feature for April. Oh guys you know, it's uh we've had an emotional couple of films here some serious stuff uh, we obviously had some laughs along the way. Uh, I'm ready to do some fool shit. Um, What does that mean? <laughs> Ross Ross has no idea what I'm about to say. It, Wait. I'm totally in the dark. She literally just came up with this. Uh, we did not talk about this. Uh, I wanted to do this movie a year ago, and we decided we were going to do disaster movies instead, which oh, no. I do love those. I, mo- oh, I don't know what's coming. <laughs> what? Guys, next week, I want to do Horrible Bosses. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Yes. Guys, I'm excited. I love that oh, stupid movie. Great pick. Oh my God. Guys, we need a laugh and a half. <laughs> like murder is not funny, but this is like if Hitchcock and Carl Reiner got together to make a film. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is stupid. It's really, if it's got Jason Sudeikis in it, it's probably dumb. Oh my God. And Charlie Day, Charlie I, Day getting into the coke. Charlie Day is the best part. It kills me every time. I mean, when you think about it, Jason Stateman, Jason Sudeikis, and Charlie Day, <laughs> it's a potent mix. I love it. So guys, be on the lookout for that. In the meantime, you can go follow us on Twitter at Kick and Stream. Hey, You can write the show at kickingandstreamingpodcast at gmail.com. That's with an and, not an ampersand. Don't forget, folks, be practicing the three R's rate review retweet. Rate review retweet. We want everyone to be able to join our little watch party. More quality content coming to you from Kicking and Streaming. Until then, I'm Carrie. I'm Ross. And as always, sorry, sorry mom. <laughs> Rapid news,